You're listening to Cinema Red Pill. I'm Sharon and I'm here with Timothy and Gloria. Gloria is a new guest. What up, what up? Yeah, <laughs> so new guest, you need to tell us about yourself so that Oh, I, yeah. I have to introduce myself. Yeah, just a bit about yourself. Um, yeah. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, full name Gloria Chichoncho. I'm a, a writer um, that comes in many forms. I am an essayist. I do arts journalism, but my main focus is poetry. Um, I perform not so much anymore, um, but I'm mostly focused on writing poetry and zine making, which is the form of like making your own books. And I teach that skill and craft to other people as well as whatever other skills I can share. Um, yeah, I think that's all you need to know about me. Okay, <laughs> but <laughs> that, but we need to know your relationship with film. My 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 relationship with film is not at all professional. <laughs> I think I did like one film critics like one film criticism course at university where they made us watch like really old movies that frustrated me. But what I really do enjoy is um, watching online content that tears apart pop culture and um, analyzes it. I love crazy fan theories. I love talking just trash. Um, I love being proven wrong. I love when people make insights into movies that I hadn't seen. And mostly I just like enjoy watching films and um, having a good chat about them. Yeah. Okay, so on today's episode, we are talking about Shaka Zulu. Mm. This is way out of anything that we've ever done. Thanks, Gloria, for the suggestion. You're welcome. <laughs> it's, a, it's such a good one because most people, almost everybody who, who has grown up in Uganda and had a TV mm. has at least seen the show or knows about it or even been showed it in school because mm-hmm. I was showed it in school. Mm. So an intro on the in Shaka Zulu, it's a 10-part South African miniseries made in 1986. Mm-hmm. Uh, Henry Sele plays Shaka. It's directed by William C. Faure. F-A-U-R-E. <laughs> four. Yeah. Let's call four. him Four. four. Let's mispronounce white yeah. 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 <laughs> He's a white South African and it's written by John Sinclair. Um, he's American, and then he mm-hmm. went on to direct a TV movie still about Chaka called Chaka Zulu, The Last Great Warrior in 2001. And mm. it still stars Henry Sele mm. and David Hasselhoff for some reason, mm. and Grace Jones, which is we the don't one who know why because we love right. Grace Jones and why is she there? Yes, <laughs> anyway, the story is about Chaka Zulu's journey into becoming a great warrior. Mm. So, it's well, it's his life story, it's, it's his, his life, life story, story yeah. but it's like. It's his journey to becoming a warrior, mm-hmm. but um, unlike most movies that are about like the journey of somebody getting to like b- the throne or something, it goes yeah. past that yeah. to like oh, yeah. what, happens what happens after. after so yeah. it's his rise and fall. Yes. And it also goes into the very beginning, showing us the colonialists' yeah. journey into finding Shaka Zulu, which is very <laughs> unexpected, yes. and it's the first <laughs> thing that happens. So. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that stuff. Anyway, this series was done while the apartheid was still going on. This is 1986, yeah. so we'll get into yeah. what that means when it, it was released in 1986 and there were protests against it, predominantly like black, black, black South, South African Africans. Africans. Yeah. And people viewed it as propaganda. Yeah. And just to, to add more on, on that context, at that time, globally, um, South Africa was being... They had sanctions, yeah. I think, from practically yeah. every country yeah. in the world. Mm-hmm. And they were not allowed to release media, um, art, 
uh, and of course other economic sanctions and political sanctions. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a, I think, South African Broadcasting Corporation or whatever yes. that was involved in the making, oh, but they yes. kind of hid it. Um, and they, when they were interviewed, they were like, no, we just didn't want to create a controversy. Mm-hmm. But part of the criticism from mm-hmm. like some of the black South Africans and other people who thought that it was propaganda was they were involved, but they weren't announcing themselves. So it was, it seemed dodgy. It seemed like they had created this propaganda as white South Africans mm-hmm. and supported it and then just kind of pretended they didn't. <laughs> yeah, I, I, there's a description about it where one of the black authors said it's like Hitler doing the history of the Jews. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is yeah. interesting. But um, I think now let's talk about our history, our own history with the show, and um, what it's been like watching it now. I watched the series actually over, I'd say, a week long period. I watched over a week, so it's not like I binge-watched it all together. So some details might be a bit blurry, especially from the first. But I would say my experience watching it, because I actually watched this as a kid in school, back in primary school, it used to be shown on UTV a lot. So when I watched it back then, it was, of course, I think in our minds back then, but but they were trying to show us in some way the history of this great African warrior. Mm. At least that's the way... We saw it back then. In fact, me hearing all some of these criticisms, mm-hmm. I did not even <laughs> see it in that that light at all. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think it was, we were shown this show as kind of like an educational thing of like, mm-hmm. you have to learn your history and learn about these great warriors who have been in Africa, not only the Napoleons or mm-hmm. all those other guys. So that was my initial understanding of that show. Like it was just a show made on this great historical mm-hmm. African figure. And I hadn't seen it again until recently. And watching it right now, I think it held up. Yeah, I, I, I've had the concerns you said. Yeah, like there's that politics that goes along with it. But I think for a depiction of just the history, mm-hmm. yes, there are some problematic issues, like the conflicts you could see in the way maybe uh, the white ca- the white characters relate to the black people, that kind of thing. But I think just for depiction and like keeping the story of Shakazulu for posterity, mm-hmm. I think it did that very well. And that me watching it again right now was saying that actually they didn't do a bad job mm-hmm. in actually telling the story of Shaka Zulu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, I remember a bit about it when growing up, but I, but on TV, I can't recall if I really watched it on TV, but the song is stuck in my brain. Yeah, that came back. We are going, going mm. higher. And I remember that helicopter shot with him yeah, and yeah, his short field. stabbing spear. Yeah. I remember that too well. And we studied history. I don't know if yeah, you I did history, did South, history Africa. South Africa. Yeah, yeah. But if you chose, I think you could select. Yeah. And then you could do history of South Africa and they'll definitely tell you the Shaka Zulu story and about Dinky Swayo. Yeah. But I definitely thought it was a movie and not a series. I thought it was like a three-hour epic, like Sound okay. of Music or something. That's how it was in my brain. <laughs> I love that so. I think Sound of Music is a three-hour epic. <laughs> but it is three hours long. It is three hours. It is <laughs> So that was my past with it. And then watching it now, I was mostly shocked with the white characters. I, I didn't remember them. I think mm-hmm. I used to just remember the Shaka story. And I even think in school they only showed us Shaka's yes. story. I'm highly suspecting they showed us the sections the episodes, where we start yeah. watching Shaka. Yeah. Go I think from. they show the part where they show his life, his mother, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, how she left uh, this, his dad's place and his rise, pretty much. Yes, I think mm-hmm. that's where it started mm-hmm. because the, yeah. the, the, the problem was wild <laughs> to me, <laughs> and I think it would have been wild for us. We wouldn't have been getting it either. But the shaka parts, I think, with the the movement is 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 digestible for a child. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what worked for it, and. Um, yeah, the story seemed accurate to me for what we used to study. So, and right now, anyway, we'll talk about it in detail. Just a few things you see clearer mm. when you grow older. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think like I would squirm every time they said savages, but. <laughs> the many times yeah. they said savages. <laughs> yes. Like if you were playing a drinking game, a shot, every time they said savages, you wouldn't make it through an hour. <laughs> Like you don't need to say it a hundred times. Oh, I think the words would have even given you effects. Well, they were just trying to be authentic to the time, because I'm sure that's how those colonialists pretty much thought of the natives. They just I mean, there's that, serious. but they were like, we we can use it as much as we want. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much like I think it's a Tarantino in Django and Chico. Yes, we're like, using the N word because exactly that's how, that's how it was. <laughs> That's the exact example I thought of, but he was like, yeah, yeah, free, be free with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Run with it. It's the time period. Okay. Yeah. So, so my introduction with Shaka Zulu was really hilarious. I didn't like grow up here, so I didn't go to the Ugandan school system, and we, I didn't study a lot of African history. My parents didn't even tell me a lot about African history, mm-hmm. um, even Ugandan history. Mm-hmm. So the way I got to learn about Shaka Zulu was through my sister and um, my friend Gerald. Um, when we were living together, and they would all like they'd be watching Shaka Zulu, and I didn't it didn't really relate to me because I've always been more drawn to fantasy, to mm-hmm. like superhero movies, to um, just I, like I have, I have very different tastes from them. But Charity, one thing was she's very interested in like African history and also mm-hmm. stories that are I don't know how to describe it that are that are not the common stories, right? Mm-hmm. She's like into like movies that are old and and like. So she was always just introducing new things to the household. But the thing I always remember her saying was like, there's so many good-looking men and butts in this film. Yeah. So many good-looking butts. If you have no reason to watch it, yeah. watch it for that, right? Yeah. So um, a while back, um, they were working on my hair. And um, we were like, what we watch while we do my hair? It's going to take ages. And we're like, well, let's actually watch Shaka because I've never really seen it. Yeah. And we skipped the prologue with the white people. Yeah. And you skipped it? The, no, the first time. Yeah. Okay. And we watched like decision. one episode and I was like, oh, this is actually really intriguing. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like, let's watch this thing in full. Mm-hmm. So that was my first time. That, that was like maybe a month ago. It was my first time really sitting down to watch even like one hour of it. And then I also spent like a week watching the full mini series mm. in preparation for this yeah. because I you can't binge watch that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, so that's my introduction <laughs> to Shaka Zulu. Oh god, it's like a month ago of an introduction. This like a proper like introduction. Like I knew like they used to watch this like over the last few years, but I, it was my my first actual introduction to like what this is because mm. I was like this seems like a really boring like history that like, I don't I don't I didn't understand their interest until yeah. I actually sat down and watched a bit of it and I was like okay oh. this makes sense and it's an interesting story so I was like yeah let's try it nice that's an interesting introduction yeah okay so now let's talk about the storytelling where did you think of its flow of a story like with its prologue and just some of the main story beats 
like the way they introduce his stabbing, the way they show his, the way he's depicted in a story form of him being savage. That's the mm. word they use, and just the entire flow of it, story-wise. What did you think of it? I I have a lot of thoughts about the story, mm-hmm. and I change my mind every like time I would get to like a new section, right? So the first thing that struck me about um, the story. I don't know if I'll remember all my points, so let me start with the one that I might most likely forget. The motivations of Shaka and his mother Nandi were very clear. Mm-hmm. And I thought that in terms of like character building, they did a good job with the two of them in building their relationship and their motivation for what they did, and even for the consequences of their actions. Mm-hmm. Um, not all other characters were very clear. Like Shaka's dad, I was like, mm, I don't get you. Like I kind of understood his character, but mostly I was like, I don't know about that. But in, in terms of the, the actual storytelling, so what it reminded me of, um, when that scene where Shaka is developing his spear, yeah. it started reminding me of when you watch um, fantasy. Mm-hmm. Now, with fantasy lore, there's usually very like specific um, arcs mm. that uh, the, 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 the protagonist will follow. So we're thinking Harry Potter, we're thinking Lord of the Rings, we're thinking King Arthur, um, right? So this is um, the, the arc that most of these stories tell is um, there's a chosen one. So there's mm-hmm. the prophecy of yeah. Shaka Zulu. There's a journey. So mm-hmm. he does make the journey in exile. Mm-hmm. There's a, a learning and growing. And that's like him learning by himself to like become stronger and thinking for himself. Mm-hmm. And also learning to become a general, learning to... Um, just become a leader. Mm-hmm. There's the creation of a special weapon. Mm-hmm. So, like King Arthur has like Excalibur. Um, mm-hmm. Like, um, Her- like Harry Potter has a special wand. <laughs> like, you know, everybody's got a, a special weapon. And the, that spear they create for him, and then the, the, he has a way that he sees it. That, I don't remember what they said. Like this spear will like take your soul, or will, like it will, it will be like your your soul. And he's like. Um, or something like that and he like reflects that feeling of like yeah. no this is like Shaka, Shaka yeah, yeah. yeah. he was so full of himself yes. by the oh. way. but he was like but this is Shaka much. so it follows the journey like I think in the principle of like creating the story arc of a protagonist it follows that exact like character arch that would, would happen for any like white storytelling protagonist mm-hmm. up to the point to where he becomes the king you know he takes back the throne mm-hmm. and that usually should be like a story of triumph but because of like um, his his like history, what happened to him and his mother, it goes beyond that, and mm-hmm. right, it goes into his fall. And I think that that's where I saw something different, and was really interested in. Yeah. Like now, the storytelling is kind of like you know that happily ever after. Mm-hmm. It's like hold on, <laughs> there's more. There's something yeah. else that happened afterwards, yeah. and that was really interesting. I mean, they were already building up into like like showing him as a ruthless and kind of savage person. Mm-hmm. But like for example, he saved. What's his name? The one, the, the one name you can remember. Dingiswayo. Dingiswayo. <laughs> when he said Dingiswayo, you know, they showed that he was capable of, like, mercy. He loved mm-hmm. his mother. Mm-hmm. There were some things he cared about. He was loyal. And then they're like, but yeah, there's more. So I was really... I found that I respected a lot the storytelling that went beyond that, like, happy ending of, like, him on the throne. Mm-hmm. Um, and went into, like, what happened after. Happened and after. what kind of ruler did he become. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I think that was what I was most interested in in, in terms of the storytelling because I feel like a lot of storytelling around um, black people, around Africans, doesn't give you the hero's arc. They mm. give you like the poverty porn, they give you the, mm. the sob story, but this was like a proper hero's journey. Mm. 
Um, and I, I liked that. Um, so I think that was what interested me most about the storytelling. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. When it comes to story, like I think the thing that bugged me a lot in the beginning and throughout is how it's narrated by a white voice. That was that like was why so, it just so much like a nationalist stupid. geographic <gasps> documentary or something. Yeah. Ethnographic like films. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It, it was so okay. bad. I just started thinking and thinking how different it would have been if they had just let Shaka narrate his own story. Or even or just like somebody one of like, his prime For example, ministers. you know the aunt? Mm-hmm. The aunt was there throughout the entire she story. Was she would have been a dead, great uh, narrator. So great. And it was so irritating when I'm first thinking, okay, so they brought in somebody to to translate for them. You know, in the beginning, they're first acting like Shaka Zulu can't communicate with them. I was intrigued by it and I was like, whoa, did we watch a whole subtitled Shaka Zulu like it was so I was first getting shocked then they completely switched to English a decision which I understood because but they still used Zulu at some point very rarely though but yeah they they, they use it less towards the end of the series yeah and it's so weird at that point I'm like this is some low budget move Mm -hmm. but then after some time you realize first of all this budget is way too big because Mm -hmm. the scale of things is so huge so it's definitely not that Mm -hmm. I thought it was just bad and shoddy but then thinking about it like if it's being narrated by a white person and it's mm-hmm. all from his point of view and he's mm-hmm. supposed to be writing something, mm-hmm. I think it makes sense that he would read it in English, like he would see it in English other than him um, reading a situation or writing about a situation in their actual language. Yeah, like but, that's how white men work. Yeah, but I think uh, in this particular book, uh, mm-hmm. it's because it's based on a book and in the book mm-hmm. it was uh, about, the book was written by a white in the in the, the book, the book, the story is basically about this other guy who a, a European mm-hmm. who gets to hang with Shaka and write down all these stories. So the, the, the doctor. So yeah, so the doctor. So yeah. even the narration, I think, is more in the voice it's of these explorers. Yeah. Like imagine, say Henry Morton Stanley, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. someone talking about his interactions mm-hmm. with Kabaka Mutesa, because mm-hmm. he's the only one who has access. So I, mean, I think that, that might be one angle or the mm-hmm. doing the ethnographic film thing, which is yeah. yeah I think I think you may, you raise up a really good point because every time he talked about so for the there are two sti- two times he did this the first one was like when he was like the story of shaka mm-hmm. and he was like obviously talking to a white audience yeah. he's mm-hmm. like you might not believe this but because of yeah. the especially because of the witchcraft yes. he's yeah. like you like if you yeah. are a believer in the power of thought maybe you would believe it mm-hmm. and then again when he's talking about the way the dingiswayo was murdered by that yeah. that, that witch he's yeah, like witch. you might not believe yes. this tale so he's yeah. clearly talking to a white audience yeah. But when it comes to the, the, the switch in language, there are two things, right? There's one, the possibility that this was just laziness, yeah. <laughs> which is very yeah. likely, by the way. Yeah. The other thing I realized is that they never really um, tell you about the time frame until towards the end of the film. They were there for three years. And Shaka was like, teach me your language and I want to learn your mm-hmm. language. Mm. And at some point, they just like totally switched to like direct communication. Direct communication, and it's yeah. very confusing. And it's only later I was like, maybe there's a possibility that because they've been with each other for three years, the white people have learned their language, and now they're just like talking freely, but yeah. they're doing it in English for the ease of people yes. to understand. Yeah. But then they did like when they went to go meet the governor with the prime minister of the Zulus, Cape Town, he was like not understanding, right? Mm. It's like as if the Zulus didn't learn English. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? 
Yeah. And then just sometimes they would speak English, and yeah. I was like, I don't know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> it was just at their own convenience at different points, yeah. which was mm. would throw me off from time to time. And I just wish they were consistent, even from the beginning, and just mm. sort of say like, just say it in narration that they were speaking Zulu, but I'm going to do it in English. It would be a better way to do yeah. it than pretending like, oh, just moving on. They learned it over time. Yeah. I think the other thing is the mythical element of it. I completely agree with the thing of how it really follows every story beat of a hero's journey that we know. Mm. I like the comparison to Moses as well. Because oh, also yes. Moses Jesus. in the Bible. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Jesus. The biblical yes. comparison. <laughs> Escape fleeing Egypt or something. Going to Egypt or something. Exactly. Yeah. Which way yes. they went. Yeah. yeah. Okay. True. I like uh, how they go away and then they come back. Like you need to get a way out of your situation in order to become better and come back more powerful mm. than the people that you yeah. left behind. Mm. And I was telling Doria yesterday that this story is like uh, Shaka's story is exactly the same as Dingiswayo's story because Dingiswayo mm-hmm. also first leaves, yes. mm-hmm. is in exile, and then goes back, back. and then is yeah. a big, a big, big general. Big, yeah. And that. The two of them are just and too similar. The prince, yeah, yeah mm. t- so similar. To and see he that unites people as well. Yeah, unites tribes. Yeah. He does. Mm. I remember he was a main. I just wish I could. Rem- I couldn't find what maybe like I wish our history books were on the internet, like those small books they yeah. used to teach us with. Mm. It would help to see what they were really teaching yeah. us in mm. school, which was interesting. Yeah, but it was interesting that Dinky Swayo was, um, even though they had the same journey and they meet it's kind of cool that you have a person to compare him with mm. because there's a point at which um, they have an argument where Dingiswaya told him to go and and, and, and um, subdue a village mm. but he murders a lot of people yeah. and they have that conversation where um, Dingiswaya is like there's always another way to do this and mm. he's like Shaka's like there's only one way and it's war <laughs> and that's the point where you see the two of them go mm. in separate directions as mm. leaders but they never really fight to kill each other, which is interesting. They remain they friends, remained friends, friends yeah. and equals. Yeah. Which mm. They're the only people, I think, who did. Yeah, mm. throughout. Because yeah. even they with had his mother, debt. it I think they had that changed. debt of gratitude to each other. Yeah, so for saving was, each other's yeah. lives. Yeah. Yeah. I think one thing, though, uh, which I just remember what I wanted to say, my best, best, best favorite part was him discovering the sh- short-stabbing spear. Yeah. I feel it was just like one of the only moments where I was like, whoa, oh. power to Shaka <laughs> yeah. creative. He yeah. has discovered a different way to yeah. murder people. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, you like totally had the wrong reasons for doing it, but like he was innovative and yeah, smart. Yeah. It, was so smart. it was really cool. Because the way they were fighting before was so, so ridiculous. ridiculous. It, was, it looked like, like, like a fight. game. I personally liked it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to just go out I'm just gonna say it. I like loved it. Yeah, <laughs> and I loved. Well, I, I, I really sympathized with um, Shaka's general, mm-hmm. who he kept arguing with, who yeah. was like, "You're foolish. You need to wear sandals. You need to do this." Yeah. Because for him, he was like, "This is a custom. It's not actually about war. Yeah. What we're doing is a tradition." Yeah. And he's like, "The people go and they do. They have roles to play, mm-hmm. and we don't shed blood, but you can win yeah. a war." And I was like, "That is so cool," <laughs> because I, I'm personally like, "War is." horrifying yeah. like people are being murdered over dumb shit yeah. are we allowed to cuss on this yeah, yeah. yeah like people are being yeah. murdered over dumb shit yeah. and it's like there's a way you can do this people are spectators they're yeah. watching they're dancing it's 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 it's, it's a performance mm. and i was like this is so cool so i i like the general i like that way of fighting it's yeah. ridiculous fine <laughs> but shaka was like uh-uh oh, no. <laughs> we need to spill some that's really funny um like when watching this the entire time i tried to keep in my mind that 
this should I shouldn't take this as factual history. Right. Yeah. And like the way we're talking about how mythical it is, like it should not be taken as factual yeah. history. Mm-hmm. But the problem is to find the actual history is so difficult yeah. because mm-hmm. all of it is still through a white yeah, lens. By, mm-hmm. yeah. It's almost like just allowing that nah we will never know maybe the mm-hmm. like maybe the, there must be some truth to this story bit by bit mm-hmm. but still I would not bow down and be like this is exactly how Shaka was yeah. because there's just no journalism in it really. yeah. I mean from what you said you read mm. well, okay we all know there was definitely a ruler called Shaka yeah. Yeah. he definitely ruled between 1822 and 1828 mm. Mm. and then you were saying that Nandi did leave yeah but it was not on the terms it was of not the, on the of what's shown in the mini series, which yeah. is like super dramatic. dramatic it was a lot less dramatic yeah. than that. Her reasons for leaving, so mm-hmm. we don't know like really how it went down. Mm-hmm. And I think that was part of why there was that criticism that mm-hmm. they were portraying the Zulus more savage mm-hmm. than they really were. But um, like Gerald was telling me that they really did have some of those practices, like the Definitely. the oh god. But uh, I would like to ask, what was the Mufkani like, rule period? It was a rule period, right, mm-hmm. in the history of South Africa. The what? The Mufkani. What's Mufkani? Because uh, mm. even they spoke about it in this, even mm. I think in history we studied it. Like, mm. That's the period over Shaka's reign when basically all those wars began, as you oh, said. Oh, right, like the be, most Yeah, violent. the upheaval that happened in South yeah. Africa, mm. and which was led by him. Yeah. yeah. So then I, the I think that's that, like that a shared history. Real, like, yeah, yes. he's, he's known he for like... He changed... Yeah. Like the, the the course of yes. of South African and yeah. like Zulu history, yeah. right? Yeah, mm. and I also think of like saying, you know, how Gerald is like definitely that sa- that savagery was true. Like yeah, the there was a lot of killing. Like our history that. That is back then, things were not the way we look at life right now. Mm. And one of the scenes that stuck with me also is like how attracted he is towards what the white people are showing him. Like the mirror. Yeah, the music and, uh, and then the It was really weird. And But then you think of all the historical tellings of how colonialism really it happened. happened yeah. Was so much fascination from the chiefs oh, towards dance. the small, mm. really simple dermas, <laughs> things that the white people were bringing yeah. to us. But that guy, mm. the, 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 the left Lieutenant Farewell. He mm. talks about it with mm-hmm. uh, the governor yeah. when he's like, oh, do you remember what rum is? He's like, I remember what rum is because what we do as colonialists, we send in the Bible, uh, the missionaries mm-hmm. to teach them the Bible. Yeah. We send in the rum yeah. to make them happy and confused, and then we send in the military. Oh so they, they were quite open about yeah. the colonial strategies, strategies yeah. and even like those gifts. Like even initially, they were like, Shaka wasn't impressed. But he was like over time, like obsessed with these things, and he was vain. That the hair dye thing. (laughs) I just found it interesting how they kind of. the interactions he had with um, I don't know I forget it, I've forgotten his name the guy who kept the doctor uh, Finn? the doctor Finn, Finn or Flynn something like that yeah, yeah doctor so like I, I found Finn. those conversations very interesting mm. because you could see that this is uh, a man who's by standard is bringing people back to life and all that they're already seeing him like this great magician mm. and he's there saying like all the power is with this white mm. king called Jesus and mm. then Shaka being this egotistical all supreme being in his own territory doesn't mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. how people, how a person with just 12 men, no arms, mm. could actually be respected and, and allow yeah, himself yes. to be murdered. Yeah, because I think he was just, I think the, the power that 
say a person like Jesus has wasn't the same power that Shaka has. Shaka rules mm. by fear and mm. all that, whereas Jesus' love and forgiveness, that kind of thing. So it was right. good seeing that juxtaposition of they're trying to put Shaka mm. and Jesus, and these are like two beings who mm. are gods in their territory, but mm. they have very different ways of mm. going about things. But I, again, I, I see what you mean by how they probably back in the day they were trying to put some subliminal messages in there. Mm. Yeah, like as you said, the savages and all that and mm. showing how probably because it was coming to the time when apartheid was ending, like there would be anarchy or something of the sort. Mm. Related like similar as we said the Mufkani would happen again after yeah. the apartheid government went out of the way. But I enjoyed just the juxtaposition. I like those conversations yeah. very yeah. much. I love that um Shaka Zulu his line of questioning. Yeah. Like mm. you the way you enjoyed yeah. it as well. Like I thought he asked very coherent yeah. questions where he was like, What kind of king was this? What did he achieve? <laughs> and even though he didn't understand that the 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 I I don't think the doctor even really fully explained to Shaka that uh, the the uh, the like who Jesus Christ is in mm-hmm. terms of like religion mm-hmm. he just kind of had these like by the way conversations mm-hmm. of Jesus was also a king mm-hmm. he didn't talk about like Jesus dying to forgive people and mm-hmm. like all that stuff he didn't really go into it mm-hmm. but it was a very important conversation for Shaka to. Um, become more interested in his or or try to reason out his own rule yeah. and his power and at the end when his mother dies he becomes disillusioned yeah. so it was very important for him to like kind of f- f- use the idea of Jesus to believe more in himself yes. and then when do- the doctor who represents the power of yes. Jesus and can resurrect people and this is what Chaka has seen is unable to resurrect his mother yeah. he's like there's no truth yeah, he falls it's, back yeah. to his original beliefs where he's like, "There's only reality," mm-hmm. and I think that that was maybe part of the reason that story was necessary. But I also like the Jewish guy who was like, eh, "I don't really believe." Yeah, yeah that's. And then, really then he asks like this other guy like which tribe is he from and he's like no I believe in him but he's actually from, from this, this guy's, guy's tribe, tribe. yeah, <laughs> yeah like the, the conversations yeah. around that yeah. were really great but I think that the, the other reason um, they had it is they wanted us to really sympathize with the doctor who is the narrator mm-hmm. because he tries to present himself as a man of virtue yeah. as a Reason. Christian yeah. as somebody who always wants to take the, the, the rational path he didn't want to lie mm-hmm. blah 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 but he still participated in yeah, everything. everything and he was the main reason that they were able to win Shaka's um, yeah. favor yeah. because he was the one performing the miracles mm-hmm. so he is really a pretty shitty person for allowing this to happen yeah I'm like yeah so anyway yeah the other thing I was gonna say about the um, in terms of storytelling the one thing I feel they didn't need was the prologue yeah they didn't because the only purpose of the prologue was to tell us why these guys were going there Mm. which was basically they felt threatened the 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 Cape Town colony felt threatened by Shakazu's growing army they could have told us that in a very brief sentence. introduction. Yeah. In a sentence. <laughs> um, and then at the end, when Shaka is defeated and he says the swallows have won, they didn't fight. Shaka just no, gave up and it, like ran away. Oh, so it was, That's the main thing which is said to have been wrong. Like, because, I think that that doesn't yeah, make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make That death, even yeah, the way it's staged in the film, was one of the most off things compared to what I had read on mm. the many things that have been written. I think it was all for the film really it yeah. seemed compared to other scenes yeah 
um, the, in the intro, in the prologue, there's even a point of comedy. Remember the point where like the there are different people who are coming to as if audition to go on the trek, and they yeah, have yeah, comedic yeah. cues. I'm like, what is happening? What was the point of it? Like the people who were the the people who were like um, uh, trying to be part of the crew, right? Yeah. The whole prologue was unnecessary. A huge I waste of time. Gave up. And <laughs> yeah, like I watched it and I was like. Like they should have started with the shipwreck yeah, and been like, "Here's why we're yeah, here." Why we're here. Hey, I know Oprah they should have been from Shaka's. If you're doing a prologue about someone's life, it should probably from their perspective. perspective. Like these yeah, white people showed up. People. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think the only thing it's served to do was to tell us their motivation for being there, and I feel like for sure um, the, that lieutenant, lieutenant, what's the difference? Yeah. <laughs> lost track. Of why he was there, he totally <laughs> lost his shit. But because um, the other people, his crew were always looking at him like, "What is going on? Like, did you forget why we're here?" Yeah. But I think because Shaka was also there, he kept pointing out how he was too clever for them. Like he thought yeah. it was going to be like something we walk in and mm. we're going to share like few things. And that that to, yes, and they'll be bowing down. They'll give us their lands. But this guy kept playing like Saturdays with them, putting yeah. them at the front line of war. Yeah. Like, if you want to be a king of the yeah. a lord of the Zulus, you actually yeah. have to come and fight. So, and making them yeah. loyal yes, to him. To him mm. as well. So. Lol, when that white guy at the end said, I'm a Zulu, I was oh, like, No! no! <laughs> Get out! Oh, that was faithful. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I really felt for his wife, Bambi. So let's first get into character and acting. Mm-hmm. Shaka is was really effective for me. Henry Seller, the way he plays him, is was really fantastic. There's points where I completely like by the end I just couldn't stand his character at all. He was just yeah. way too egotistical for yeah. me you to even to understand him. him. <laughs> so yeah, at some point I was understanding where he's coming from. I'm like, I do not agree but I see where you're coming from. He was really clever. Yeah. It made sense. He was delivering the line readings better than many of the other characters because you can really see it's by white words that what they're saying and these are even popular words that can be used in a mm. film of this sort. And he was his delivery was really working for me. Mm. There's some there's uh I think the aunt his aunt was struggled for me a bit and Nandi was also a by far a favorite for me. Yeah. I think even her presence on screen yeah. was just amazing she was you're right yeah. just her presence yeah. was enough uh, enough from the get go a lot of the side characters like the side soldiers I would even like when they would let them speak in Zulu because it would even be more effective for me to just understand what they're doing than when they come and just say some words out there and they're making them use complicated English though and then when they go to the British Empire they're like did he say Elias I'm like what are we doing here like what <laughs> that really bugged me but anyway when it comes to the witches I thought they would have a, a stronger role of that like, they're so creepy that's yeah. creepy <laughs> Well, she completely disappears <laughs> after some time. Yes, she's so creepy. creepy yeah. <laughs> and she was so essential to the story. Yes. Yes. Apparently, like, I, I, apparently, she was the one who kind of prophesied and yes. made sure this happened. Yes. She kept, I, she kept I influencing wanted her things, to be though. She kept influencing things. Just there, there yeah, making from a distance. Yeah, from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> and even like the way they framed it where they're like there are two important women Nandi and the, oh Nandi yeah. the witch and the aunt mm. yes so Nandi the aunt it, their importance really shows yeah. with time the witch 
By the end, I'd even forgotten that she was a factor because she's so mandatory in his birth and everything. But then at the point of his death, there's absolutely nothing going on, which was quite sad. I also liked Shaka, I liked his portrayal. Mm-hmm. He kind of looks like Bolt. Like the whole time I've seen this guy, he looks like Usain Bolt. He does a lot, <laughs> even his friends. And, and even the thing is like, I saw that before he was actually an athlete. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was, he was a, a South African soccer player. player. Yeah, like, I didn't know that. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I liked Shaka, I liked the portrayal. I liked... I liked his screen presence. It's actually shocking that he's he was an athlete who was now who had turned to acting. Yeah, and I don't know if he had yeah. done many acting yeah, roles before, had, yeah. but yeah, but he has a lot of his presence on the screen is it's right it's there. Electric, like he stands yeah. out. Yeah. Then I'd also say I liked the Queen Mother Nandi, mm. and the witch. I I didn't mind the witch. Like <laughs> she's she's like a mainstay. Like from Shaka, from my childhood. Like I remember mm-hmm. the witch, and I think maybe her role, like in the maybe the first half of the thing was just getting out to helping these people maybe maybe make this prophecy come come to pass. Mm-hmm. Then afterwards she kind of peters out. Mm-hmm. But I like how she kept popping up like in the first half of the thing, like mm-hmm. when uh there's that scene, I think when they met when he meets Dingiswai or something. Mm-hmm. Like there's a way she kept on she making a few us, key yeah. key things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that made him survive and get to that point. And again as you're saying it's like an African story and they're trying to put this magic even the narrator is saying you won't believe this but it actually maybe putting that that magical aspect within this African setting mm. was very important because I think that's the way many perceive things. And when they're telling stories about these great leaders, they all usually have uh, some sort of diviner showing them the way. Even right. people here mm. in Uganda, you know, I don't want to mention, but they <laughs> say back in the day, people could turn into cats and escape soldiers oh, and rebels. You know, yeah, that kind of it's a big cats. part of like. It's like a Did big part. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. I'll, I'll tell you afterwards. But I think it's like the whole thing of that witch or divine is usually a big part of even in, I would say, Western stuff because, you know, King Arthur had Malin or something of the sort. Right. Yeah, so there's always that kind of person who gives mm. the ruler that power, the, that authority. And mm. I think the witch served her purpose and she looked, she looked very creepy, like... She's and they say they didn't know how, how old she was, so Yo, I found that yeah. interesting. It would have been cool if even they maybe made something for her alone, and you just see all probably all the conflicts she could have been. I, in I and, really wished for yeah. that because they created it with that doctor when the doctor healed the yeah. woman, and then it's like, oh, so you're more powerful than the witch. She probably I has a cool backstory. <laughs> her like dealing yeah. with that and yeah, having some she probably has reality. a good backstory. You know, backstory You know, yeah, like the witchcraft element was was really interesting because it was so important to the story yeah. but at some point they did let it go yeah. but um, I think the bit that was really difficult for me to believe was the 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 other witch towards the end yeah. oh. the one who, who beheads Ding 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 yeah. I was, was like, like uh uh-uh, uh yeah. uh-uh. back up back yeah. up back up fiction yeah. now um, yeah. but yeah and in terms of like um, characters, I do agree. I, I really feel like I think the way they made the witch look, I didn't yeah. like. Mm. Because the thing with like with, with, with witchcraft and with magic oh, okay. is that once upon a time, like I believe it served a purpose and was a positive thing. It was mm. healers, you know. Mm. Like, and there sometimes the, the there would be a witch doctor present when somebody was sick mm-hmm. in this in this um, series, right? And um, she had this like badass scene where she showed up with like those hyenas, yeah. and I'm like, so there's something about her character 
that could have been so much more um, interesting and portrayed like more complex because there was a good witch and a bad witch yeah. with this one we're not really sure what her intentions were mm-hmm. she seemed a bit neutral she was just like yo there's this prophecy and I'm gonna make it happen what's your motivation <laughs> what's your investment in this um, but the way that they they created her character phys- like her physical appearance was grotesque yeah. so mm. naturally you disliked her and I think yeah. that reminded me of the way that the whites were so afraid of um, witchcraft like they thought yes. that, you know you, yeah. even here in Uganda yeah. they were like they're places where people have powers yeah. and they were afraid of like Queen Mumza um, yeah. things like that so even, even in their media their films and all that they yeah. portray witches as yeah but for them they have like good magicians they're like oh Gandalf, oh, Merlin, oh, Harry Potter. Then they come to Africa and they're like, these crazy bitches. I'm like, no, our witches can be good too. Like, the one when she shows up with those hyenas, I was like, this is like so cool. Like, if she had like, she was dressed up much better and like, she would be such a like, a, a character that people would have loved. They would have been like, yeah, I want her on my side. Anyway. Um, yeah, in terms of characters, I also loved Henry um, Sele. Uh, one thing we found out is that uh, the, the, the kid who plays the younger Shaka is his son. Oh, yeah. He was also yeah, quite good. Very, the resemblance was there. Yeah. And, and he, he was yeah. also quite good. Like, he didn't have a yeah. lot to do, but, like, his, inten- his intensity, yeah, his intensity yeah. he was like, yeah. and I'm like, Aww. well done, kid. Yeah. Um, I like Dingy Swayo also as, a, as, a, as an actor. Like the person mm-hmm. who, who played his part, I felt that like he was um, uh, stable throughout. Like you, mm-hmm. you, he never really deviated from his character. He understood his motivations. He was a good actor. My least favorite person, who I never want to see on screen again, was Shaka's dad. What oh. was that guy oh, doing? Oh, oh, I forgot about his his his, his accent was super weird. Oh, first Sezanga Kona. Yeah, his 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 accent was really weird. I always felt like he talked he was a bit off mm-hmm. and like that ridiculous dance he does for Nandi I was like I don't ever want to see that again <laughs> um, his his like weakness and like lack of he didn't he was I don't know if they were just trying to portray him as a bad leader that he was mm-hmm. but he just I couldn't understand any of the reasoning behind what he did his decisions they really didn't make sense to me do you know I found him the most relatable king though why <laughs> because he did know what he was doing yeah, think, <laughs> and he think, always yeah. was seeking counsel and stuff yeah. which is something you he never see Shaka do he was usually mm-hmm. swayed so swayable yeah. maybe because other kings were so yeah. clear about what they wanted yeah. Yeah. maybe in comparison to me uh, I, but I also, I also thought he was just really a bad actor <laughs> and I think that the aunt was also really boring um, just as an actress mm. she would just sit there for long periods she of time yeah. yeah she would deliver like a one liner and then you had she's like um, I don't remember what, this line that she delivered to the guy when they attempted to assassinate Shaka mm. and she was like trying to mock him and I was like you're not believable <laughs> like, your emotions don't come across so there were like quite a few bad actors but I think that um Henry Sele and uh, what's her name? Dudi. I can't remember her other name, but Nandi? the one who plays Nandi. Mm. The two of them were strong enough. So yeah. strong. To make it, um, you know, believable. I think that the, the, the white actors weren't really that interesting, but they did their part. They yeah. did. The, the, the doctor and the lieutenant, yeah. they did their part to yeah. also hold it together. Yeah, yeah. though I would say maybe the aunt, I think she was there. I think they didn't expand on that, but maybe she was there to be kind of like an antagonist to Shaka's mom, Nandi. Though they didn't yeah. really play into that because yeah, she was Nandi, supposed to be the one to preserve, like, you know, maybe the family line, and then there's this other lady from like a tribe. Yes, at the beginning, but they didn't go so much into that, so maybe mm. that's where she loses. 
her agency. Yeah. Because they only show her like the part where she speaks to Dingani, then she'll go back to lurking. But yeah. Yeah. And she was rude to Nandi at the yes. beginning. But then yeah. when they returned, and then um, Shaka asks Nandi, "Is there anybody else who's offended you?" And then they look at each other, the aunt and Nandi, and Nandi says, "No." Yeah. It's kind of a moment of like watch yourself I just yes. saved your yes. life yes. so I love that about Nandi yeah. and after that the aunt just becomes nearly yes. pointless yes. There. Yeah. another thing with Nandi's arc that I really loved is is when the lady gets pregnant with Shaka's daughter yeah oh. and like oh, I, that was a beautiful it, it, story it was believable like yeah. for her to do yeah. that because for her she has the sympathy for her because it's the situation so she, she was, was in angry. and then it really is, it's like the switch to really hate Shaka because how can you not have sympathy for how someone not who understand? is having the same journey he did it's yeah. just so crazy but I just but he would be so full of him. but th- that was like such an amazing scene and such an amazing story because it really really um, I think strengthened um, both their characters. Like mm-hmm. you understand Nandi better. She's like she's also like thinking back to like her love of her son, the way she like raised him, where she thinks she went wrong. Mm-hmm. But she, for her, she was like, I do everything out of love for you. Yeah. And for him, he's like, I do everything out of hate. Yeah. But really, like really, he loved her, yeah. and he just wouldn't admit it. Uh, yeah, I like even like that pain must have been what made him go through that whole one year of. Oh, yeah, he yes. was. He, that was him, him understanding or processing or not believing that he loved somebody so mm. much mm. and lost them, and he has no idea how to process it. Yeah, but that shit was also biblical. Mm. <laughs> Let's go back to the Bible, Moses. Yeah. Um, was it Moses? Um, no, when was the killing of all the firstborn sons? It's that's Moses. Moses. Yeah, that's Moses' story, right? Because then they send him way down yeah. the river. Yeah. Um, so the way that um, he mourns his mother and then decides that um, all yeah, no... women who are pregnant, th- they should be murdered. Yeah. And their kids, or that's just like the pregnant sad. women, yeah. and the husband as well. Yeah. It was very Moses. Yes. Like, there will be no yeah. nobody else like having an, children. Yeah. Like, no like first... an angel of death, basically. Yeah. Just came and yeah. So there were very many biblical yes. allusions to, like, yeah. you know, famine, plague, you know, yeah. suffering, um, the killing of firstborn son, exiles. I was like, yo. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um, now let's talk about the filmmaking. Okay, uh, so the filmmaking, the movie is really epic in its scale. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I think I didn't remember. I didn't remember how big and expansive it was because all the extras they used, and uh, you could even see the production design of the so film. Many extras. I know so many, like it actually really gave it that authenticity, mm-hmm. which I haven't seen in a lot of like say, African stories where they're dated in like probably before the white man, they usually just show a few people in hats and, you know, <laughs> they don't really go to that detail of the organization of those the societies calls, yeah. and all that. Mm. And that was something I really, really enjoyed. And I would say it's on the scale of anything as, like, the scale of this series is as big as, I don't know, which which big epic is there? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. That's exactly. for me, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I kept yeah. thinking yeah. of Game of yeah, Thrones as well. It's on the level of, of that because mm. even just the choreography of the people move and... Mm. The crowds, the, the the sets, and everything—it was really good. Music. Yeah, music. The composer, the the guy who made the score, 
immortalize themselves. I don't know if they've made anything else after that. <laughs> oh, but we have wait, no which, which which part? Which part the of the music? The beginning. Those are those are like I think maybe for you know everyone knows the Star Wars thing. What some chef you're talking about Shaka? It would be something synonymous like they remember that music. So um for me yeah it did look like money throughout. I just it was a. 24 million dollar budget film yeah, and that, that time, that time I think that's so much money and they worked with a lot of different production yeah. companies around the world yeah because you could even tell like the practical effects and all that was also top notch because even when they, 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 they show them aging yeah. it was quite believable mm-hmm. yeah, I like so. the way they were aging they were just yeah. like I think I would laugh at yeah. some of the stabbings like yeah, course, I yeah. think it's like ah, <laughs> yo the stabbings <laughs> were so unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious and the music the ones in the show itself like the one i remember i don't know the one you and joel were talking about yesterday there's one when nandy dies and the lyrics that they're trying to sing for us <laughs> like, what <laughs> It's pretty funny. And then there's a point where like when they are going in exile and then they sing for us again like oh they are going in yeah. exile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was more, it was funny more than anything. Like I those was really it. really made me laugh. Um like in terms of filmmaking though like I think I would also put in it, like the nakedness. Like I, would, I was conflicted sometimes I'm like is this Is this authentic (laughs) or is this gratuitous? I don't know. Sometimes, and then I'll just think of how up to today there's people who do move move around the world like that. Mm. Yeah. Mm, Yeah, pretty much. Mm. That's it for me. Mm. What did you think about it? I mean, yeah, I I was also impressed with really the the effort they put into... um, Again, like the number of people that they had, that they cast to make it really realistic... I love that they gave a lot of people jobs. I really hope they paid all of them. I love I that they cast so many South Africans. Um, I think that um, most of it... I can't say much about the shooting because, like, I guess back then it, it was more limited. Like, now we're a little bit spoiled with, like, the way like things can be shot and, like, these epic yeah. shots that people can take. But you still get that feeling of, like, this is an epic story. Mm. I mean, it is grand. They do have these, like, wide... Yeah, sweeping shots as well sometimes. So something that struck me um, that I felt was like, maybe my brain is overthinking racism. Um, mm-hmm. There is a moment, because, uh, you know, we spend so much time in Zululand, right? In, in, in terms of the story. And then there's this um, shot, well, the time they think Shaka has died. And then they take you to Cape Town. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're, they're like, oh, well, he's dead. Let's not worry about this anymore. I was struck. Like, my eyes literally were like, why is this place so white? Like, literally, like, you move from, like, Zululand. And then the, sh- the first shot of Cape Town is, like, the whitest building you've ever mm-hmm. seen. Everybody's dressed in white. There's a thing I felt that they were trying to communicate of, like, look at this, like, dusty ass, constantly burning, dark weird village area and then look at this like clean mm. like like civilized like so i thought some of those decisions they made were like kind of like subtle racism but maybe i was overthinking it no i think it did yeah but it was it was really like why is this happening 
Um, let me see. The music? No. <laughs> I love the intro, like the dun 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 dun. Every time I heard that, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. let's get it on, yeah. like Shaka. <laughs> I loved it. And I loved um, when they would bring it back for him. and Because it really felt like that was his like theme song. That's like his power. Like So it was very, very tied to him. Mm-hmm. I do not need anybody ever narrating in song for me. <laughs> like this is, it, it wasn't even like a musical style. They're just like, here is what's happening. No, no, no. They're in exile. No, no, no. 90s this. And then like the lyrics also didn't add up to the story. Even the lyrics for like, we are growing. Mm-hmm. Or is it the one at the end where they're talking, the, the one of the song about Shaka. Where they're like, he was a kind man. He was. I'm like, he wasn't kind at all. Like, stop with the lies. Like, who wrote this song? Like, we just need dun dun and we're fine. Like, please don't. With you know, I feel like they could have done more with just like, um, just scores and yeah, not any yeah, like no singing, true. no yeah. like I I'm not into that at all. And I felt like that was something that they thought was like an African thing, maybe because we use, we use a lot of oral tradition and we sing. To like tell kings. stories, and even there's always like a quote just a whole like praise the king, right? Yeah, telling the story of the king, praise too. The news, that's so. true, and that's maybe, maybe that's what they're trying to do. I guess I, they, we did not, <laughs> that. that's all I have to say. Yeah. yeah, so this is this is a question that we, yeah. we started asking mm-hmm. ourselves last night, and I'd be like curious to know what mm-hmm. you think. So, the people who were criticizing the film were like, You're showing the zoos as, 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 as extra violent, like it's gratuitous. It's a way of demeaning us um, as South African black people and trying to show that we're savages mm-hmm. in comparison to these like civilized white people. And that brings to question, like, what is the idea of a civilization? Because they also went out of their way to show the intricacy yeah. mm-hmm. of every single kraal or um, what's the word? It wasn't a constituency, but a con- but like a... The regiment? No, the so one yeah. Dingiswayo had. Uh, uh, Paramount. Uh, yeah, there was a Paramount. Yeah. You know, they showed that there are even different ways of like, like there's different sections and like they were intricately built. Oh my God, the costumes. Yeah. The costumes yeah. were amazing. You know, they, they really went out of the way to show that they had traditions, customs. There's reasons they did things. And so it was like... Um, Sure, I think that they showed too much violence. They showed way too many people impaled. That to me and was really disturbing. The ones hanging, yeah, on the... it was very disturbing yeah. for me. I was like, just it's too much. Why do you keep showing this? Um, and maybe that those were the things that made people frustrated because, in terms of like actually fighting and like the stabbings, obviously were ridiculous. But the impaling, yeah. I was mm. like, this is too much. There were a couple of different punishments that they they they, they give um, throughout the the film. There's people. There are people who are exiled. Um, there are people who are shown hostility. Most of the like, specifically Nandi and, and Shaka. Um, there are people who are just murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, there are those people who are killed when like the king died, like to die with the king. Mm-hmm. But for example, like the 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 impalement, I felt like was a, a kind of punishment for people who've done something really wrong, and it was like show an example. Mm-hmm. But it got to a point where it was just like. Impalement for everybody. Impalement for you. Impalement for you. It made sense when um, Shaka had lost his mother because Mm, that's the point. That was like the 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 excessiveness of it was really to show his sorrow, his anger, his disillusionment. For for example, there were like twenty women buried alive with his mother. That thing was traumatic. That was like horrifying, and there were so many people like walking through. Um, and um, when when the prime minister returns and is walking through and Shaka's not around and he just like sees all these bodies and he tells the aunt clean this up and like let's restore dignity so to me it tells me that like 
yes, they're trying to speak to Shaka's character and like how cruel and ruthless he was, but I really felt like in terms of like visualizing it, they could have still gotten it across without showing it that many times. Mm. That's okay. that's my thought on it. Okay. I feel like it felt again like Game of Thrones. I'm like, <laughs> y'all are being extra with the blood. <laughs> we get it. People are vicious. Relax. Yes. I kind of I, I I see where you come from with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, though though at least from the history that I learned on South from South Africa, mm-hmm. again you've raised the question like who's actually writing this history? Right. Mm-hmm. But from what I know, like th- that period was like it was a period a of period war. of war. Like it was a very dark time. Like cause Shaka, of course, we all know the, all the great innovations he made and bringing the Zulu people together. But mm-hmm. it was also a very uh, bloodthirsty tyrant. Yeah. Yeah. So like I think. They, are try- they were trying to show that and I think maybe because of the time again that this film was made mm. maybe it suffered like I think there's that yeah. you'd, you'd see and you'd be like okay you're not trying to portray us badly mm-hmm. whereas if they made it maybe now in like a free South Africa you'd be like okay yeah it's possible it was yes, probably that it true. was probably that yeah that's the way it would be different yeah I think maybe mm-hmm. that controversy probably the time that the film came out like leading up to the end of apartheid Mandela mm-hmm. still in prison mm-hmm. I would say would interpret it that they're trying to portray the Zulus as yeah. or the South Africans who would take powers, yeah. savages who would like just yeah. unleash anarchy all over the land. But yeah. then I, I get like, because Shaka wasn't also like, I think the, if it was a black person who had done it, it would have been a bit better to like show him everything because a white person of course you'd be like I know you probably put that stuff in there to serve your own purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I do think, yeah, but I do think like Shaka could have even probably been worse. By the time yeah. you're saying mm. he's burying 20 women with his that mother. Was crazy. Like, it could have even been worse mm. the way he was true. doing this thing. So it's cool. a matter of like, yeah. do we actually know how his yes, story yeah, like, yes, is? Yes, yeah, like, is yeah. it, was he really the, the person he's portrayed as in history mm. or was there stuff added onto it to make him look like this mm. monster and, or something? And, and yeah, there's like the idea as well that like he united these tribes to ruthlessness. Yeah, ruthlessness. He didn't yes. um, create alliances, yes, he forced no. them. Yes. So. Um, but the, uh, the other thing that also kind of goes against what I'm arguing mm. is that they did also go out of their way to show how, like, first of all, um, they made a very ridiculous George, yeah. King George, yes. but it could have just yeah. been them, yes. the South Africans and the, and the Americans kind of taking the piss out yeah. of the British because yes. so. they don't respect yeah. them. They went out of the way to show how racist and short and short-sighted the governor was in Cape Town. Yeah. Um, they really were clear about discussing their strategy of like trying to fool the Africans. And then there's like the moment where they start realizing that Chuck is intelligent. Yeah, intelligent and so yeah. the, 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 that balances it out yeah. a little mm. bit where the, the white people who are there are like, yo, this guy's not to be yeah, fucked yeah. with. Mm. And the white people who aren't there are like, you know, like that scene of like those women throwing like, um, banana peels at the and just like zoo. knowing yeah. that if like Shaka was there yeah. oh they'd all be impaled <laughs> every single one of those white women so they do a good job of like yeah so I, I think it is just an interesting question yeah. and maybe you're right if it was done today done by a different person black directors yeah. they might tell the same story but find a way of doing it a little bit better yeah, yeah. The mm. ending was bad. Yeah. The exactly. ending. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about the last, <laughs> the last installment. So, okay. First of all, the only thing I know is it was meant to be fifteen hours. Okay. Yeah. Originally, so mm. we know that some stuff was cut out. Cut out. Mm. But the decisions of what they cut and what they left, especially at the end, because it made no sense for someone who was so 
Mm. Who, who got into his his position like for him to go out like that without a fight or anything that's like, true mm. because such a... the endings I was reading about when he he has that moment where he's stabbed and then he recovers mm. when that happened I thought it was the ending because it's most similar to that yeah. because mm. he was assassinated yeah. in the sense like his mm. Dingane did mm. kill him that's even what we learn yeah. in history mm. but the fashion that they did it in the show yeah. mm. it was so out of character for Shaka to just yes. walk up to them and be like kill yeah, me now kill if you plan now, to yeah. do it because it came it was for sure a betrayal and like an assassination So yeah, so it was more likely like that first the first like attempt. that that yeah. might be how it really happened yeah. and then that would have been like the end of it. Yeah, it um, makes much more sense. Yeah, that does make more sense. Um when they get to the last uh, installment, um they they leave so many questions unanswered. Um from both sides, they don't resolve um this white man's character, the lieutenant. <laughs> They try, but they don't really resolve <laughs> yeah. it. But his wife is like, "You're here, but you're not here, right?" And mm-hmm. I think that like that's still in in track with like his trajectory. Then when he gets back, he's like suddenly telling the doctor that you were right all along, and the doctor's like, "Let me come with you," because he knows he's also responsible. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "No, I'm gonna go alone. This is between me and Shaka." And I'm like, "Who do you think you are?" <laughs> <laughs> he loses yeah, his mind yes. at some point, and like they they just. They just they dropped so many things at the end. They like so his character doesn't make sense. The only character I was happy with with their resolution was Nandi. Uh, when she's like, "You killed me." Mm. It's sad uh, and it maybe like a bit dramatic, but you understand that like the love she has for her son and for mm. him to strike her yeah. when they've been together through mm-hmm. so much. Really love that. Yeah, that's the, that's the only like, and that was before that that final yeah. installment. Mm. Um, it doesn't make sense that he abandons his troops. Mm-hmm. Um and then like when he's like where does he go? He wanders around, he comes back. Where did he come from? <laughs> you know? And then he's like I kind of understand a bit where he's like um I, I like when they kill him mm-hmm. and he kind of just walks into it and he realizes that that, that his time has passed because he's disillusioned. Mm-hmm. Right? So he's given up. He's like what what am I fighting for? You know, he's mm-hmm. like nothing is real. I feel like is the death of his mother really like he goes mad mm-hmm. and he starts yeah, questioning everything. Sorts, yeah. And he he realizes that it doesn't his his road to heaven doesn't matter if he doesn't have this person he loves with him to mm-hmm. celebrate it and like yeah. you know it was really important for him that his mother be there for all of this and like approve of him and like see that's what I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um you, you know he he knew that uh, Dingani was responsible for the first assassination yeah. attempt, right? Yeah, that made no He already sense. knew that. Yeah. Um and he was it, like before he had a plan for him and I didn't understand why he said I still need him, but of course he had something that he was cooking up and he would eventually get his revenge because as we know, he always gets his revenge, yeah. right? But when he gets there, he's given up and then he says to them, "I didn't think you had the decisiveness." because he's still trying to be like that man who's like taunting and whatever but mm. really like his spirit is given up mm. and he kind of just gives in and he knows that they've wanted to kill him he's like if it's going to happen really let it happen so to me I kind of get it I feel like he's just given up but it is really unexpected mm. and also considering just how hard he's fought for everything else you're like brah So much of his journey as you said was tied to his mom and yeah. sort of like bringing honor back to his mother yeah. after she has been shamed so, mm-hmm. so her dying times. probably like you lose 
He's like, what's yeah, the point? Yeah, like, what's the point? Huh? Mm. I mean, I'm not trying to uphold anything here anymore, so... Yeah. So then, they say, um, burn everything. Yeah. That reminds me of Shaka. I thought they were going to burn, like, a coat. <laughs> or, like, one of his, one of his like, <laughs> his, his uh, cloaks. But mm. they burned the entire fucking crawl. Yeah. I'm like, why Which are y'all <laughs> going around just burning things all the time? And you also learned about that with the Zulu, because they also... It was something, as you know, the, the spear, those are, like, his innovations. The okay. spear, the cow horn. Yeah. And then the whole scorched earth policy, it was, like, his thing. When he would attack you, mm-hmm. he would mm-hmm. burn your village to the ground. So maybe they're trying to bring that... that he had to end in a similar way. Yeah. In a way, he had it, ended it was so very many symbolic. other societies. Mm, yeah. that's, that's good. I totally I understood the symbolism, but I was just like, I'm tired. <laughs> Stop burning things. Like, this is such a waste of resources. <laughs> Who's going to build the next crawl? I don't know. But then, the girl. She yeah. comes running to him. And first of all, that shot, it took her forever. I'm like, where are you running from? <laughs> it took her forever to get there. She gets there when he's already dead. They don't even get, give her a, a chance to tell him one more time that, 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 that she loves him. But it reminds us that there's this really weird love story that they never at all acknowledge. So she's like deeply in love with him. What did they do to the kid? They they took the kid away and we presume they killed killed the kid. And she still loves him. Yeah. And like runs to him and is like, Shaka! (laughs) Shaka! I'm like, why are you here? This man does not love you. He barely acknowledges you. He had sex with you one time because he had like didn't care about going out to talk to his people he killed like i'm just like i don't understand you at all and i was like is she gonna burn with him like, what's her plan like you know the the, the 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 only comparison we have in that story is the man who loved nandi and she refused to marry him, oh right? yeah, yeah i love Do you remember his story. name the indiana, something like indiana that. yeah something like that. he was a good man he was very and good. i was really surprised that nandi had the, the ability and the agency to like say no, and mm. they, and he respected it. I thought that then she came that um, that was an interesting thing to portray because I was used to like arranged marriages always being like the woman has no say in it. But mm. she was like, no, no, I don't love you, no. and I'll never love you. And he's like, but I love you, and so he actually takes them in. And so his love for her mm. is understandable, like the way mm. that Joseph, they Joseph in the Bible, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, oh my God. you know, but he, he has that, like, you can understand his motivations, why he does what he does. And he doesn't, like, chase after her um, when, when, you know, when she leaves, um, you know, because he has that conversation with Shaka where um, he's like, I'm probably not going to join you. And then Shaka's like, but you know where we'll be mm-hmm. if you want to join. And he's like, no, like, I know my yeah, role. Like I'm she here was, she to help. But she, yeah, she was never mine. Yeah, yeah he says that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that makes sense. But then, like, Shaka's girl, I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Like they even delayed to for Nandi to die. Like I really wanted to see the progression between, like like she suddenly and that yeah because that yeah is mandatory. I don't know. I feel like yeah. we got a snapshot of yeah. even anything. Yeah. Like I wanted to. I wanted even him the to be the one to say certain words. Like the narrator was coming in a lot at that point. Oh, when he tell he explains. He explains. You know, there's does. no there's no point at which Shaka is like giving the commands yeah you would want that I felt denied with it I really wanted to see him more as a person really turning like to see that downfall of his like I th- even maybe the action set pieces mm. like I, I would say for the movie on its for a movie on its scale I don't think they matched kind of what was happening 
because I think the fights were very, I thought they were very small. Like when they were, they never have a battle besides mm-hmm. the first one, the ones in the beginning, <laughs> which are more like celebration or something. Yeah. <laughs> in these other battles, yeah, like I, I was expecting to see it maybe portrayed on a larger scale, but I would already show him and this small regiment and they go do the cow horn thing. And mm. so maybe that's why I was disappointed. Even the final fight, I think, with, was it called Zwide? Yeah, Zwide. While they sent the, guy, the white guys in the middle. Down yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, the way I remember that scene or that mm-hmm. section was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot more yeah, epic yeah, than that. Yeah, a lot that. more epic than that. I mean, that, that, that fight had yeah, to be actually. more epic than that. Yeah. But, so, there's they, they do a good job with, like, the, the, the white guys, right? Like, them doing their thing yeah. and, you know... The, and they are bumbling, they don't really know yeah. what they're doing. And then when Shaka says, um, now we go, his um, lieutenant says why like we're only going in as scavengers but mm. they still had a massive yes. army mm. on both sides yeah. so i feel like that I was know. a much longer epic fight they only show a few scenes of them like uh chasing yeah. after those guys to kill yeah. them and they kill them with a like, i don't know yeah they didn't yeah like I, I don't mind like as you said the stabbing could look fake maybe you'd say it's harder to like but it, make it, it look real, been but more, yes more spectacle in those and fights, to show the like, scale of yes, like scale these armies of, yes, exactly that was yeah. i think the one thing missing for me because i because that army of thousands but you'd see regiments yeah. of like hundreds of yeah, they were, that thing yes. made me laugh so many times there's so many times where they would say like 25,000 yes. strong and you see like 10 <laughs> <laughs> like, where's the yeah. rest <laughs> that scene where like Shaka's like I only need 50 of you I'm like there's only 50 <laughs> guys there <laughs> like what kind of imagination do you want us to use <laughs> yeah. like if you had enough extras for that one war why don't you have extras for this scene <laughs> Just the guys wear the other costumes and let them do their thing. <laughs> Maybe they had limited costumes for the zooms because they were so intricate. But no, they had some really funny like inconsistencies. Like that was one of them. And yeah. they would show the crawls and they were huge and like yeah. so many people. They meant comes to the battleground. They don't look that many. Yeah, you're like where are your extras? Yeah. What's happening? But yeah, no, it it's like really like I think truly an entertaining and probably still somehow relevant mini series. Mm-hmm. And then again, there's the fact that you just really don't have that many um, series or movies uh, about you know kings or mm-hmm. like like particular um, what can I say like historical figures mm-hmm. in Africa mm-hmm. or periods in of time in Africa yeah. that are even told to like that much you know yeah. with that much detail or with mm-hmm. that much attention, even if it is. Um, mystical even if it is not true to the history like you just don't have those things mm-hmm. and to me the idea that this was made in 1986 Six. and um, also like that they were able to do it the way they did that scale to even like be brave and not brave but to, like it must have been scandalous they're yeah. like oh my yeah. god there's so many bare breasts yeah. and so many yeah. butts mm. you know like all those things it's, 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 it's vicious it's yeah. you know and like we have Game of Thrones now and people are like what you guys this show is like it's bloody it's naked and I'm like it's been done sorry Shaka did it first so like yeah like I think that will always have like that that will always make this mini series stand up Mm -hmm. like for the time that it was made the way that it was made and the fact that the story was told at all I know Valuable, really. I would recommend for people to watch it. It's yeah. Worth watching. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you did you see that one shot? I think when they're like making him the king, and it was like the Black Panther thing. Like that's when I was like, oh, so they actually got that from me. You saw the thing on the waterfalls. 
no shaka no no but the guy who was yes. uh, um yes like yeah. kind of yeah. overseeing yes, it yes. yeah and he was like True. with all the waterfalls yeah and the there was a lot of like, black panther influence I was like this is exactly. or not influence yeah, but black a lot panther of was influenced was by, by this yeah, yeah i think so. so i saw that as yeah. well i i even yeah like you can just tell somehow in the way like in the style in 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 again like the costuming yeah. and just like trying mm-hmm. to create this like yes. this is like a very black panther yeah. vibe the black panther is so like afro afro futuristic futuristic well. yeah, yeah. but yeah yeah, but yeah don't get me started i just finished watching the black panther mini series on youtube so <laughs> that would be a whole other conversation <laughs> but yeah okay um i think we're done Yeah. Yeah, it's been really great talking about this. Yeah. It's worth watching if you can get access to it. Yeah. But you got to commit you got to commit your time. Yeah. Watch it in bits. Yeah. <laughs> you can't binge watch this. Yeah. yeah but I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> yeah. But this has been great. Yeah, this was really great. Yeah, thanks for bringing this up. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great topic for our podcast. Why didn't done something classic like can be done a classic? African no, a classic African no, not. We're done contemporary a lot stuff. Of contemporary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we plan to do even more contemporary, so it's been great to mix it up yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Gloria. Absolutely. We've been yeah. a great guest. Yeah, yeah, this was fun. I've never been on a podcast before. <laughs> oh yeah? Mm. First time. First time. Mm. Cool. Uh I'm Sharon. I'm Timothy. Gloria. This is Cinema Red Bill. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Stay safe. <laughs> <laughs> We are cold.